Dog greetings, everyone. Welcome to your favorite vampiric podcast. <laughs> what we talk about in the shadows. Your host, Andrea. Hello. Hello, lady. <laughs> Dog greetings, love. My dark baby. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by alcohol. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, my dear. So this episode's called Private School. And of I course I was in private school from first oh, to seventh that's grade. Right, you were. So and what is kindergarten and preschool? I was in private school in kindergarten. Ooh. And then um I I don't know who paid for that now that I'm thinking about it. Couldn't have been my parents. It had to have been grandma. Had to have been my abuela. Because I know my parents didn't have like two nickels to rub together. So probably my grandmother paid for that, I'm sure. Because I know my mom and dad could not have afforded it. Mm. That would have to be... That would have to be why. Probably. Yeah, I went to a little Christian school. I'm sorry about that. I even remember my kindergarten teacher's name. Mrs. Wow. Jones. Wow. Do you remember your kindergarten teacher's name? No. Yeah, I don't remember anybody else's name. I don't think I want to remember either. Really? Yeah, I don't care. Was it a religious school that you went to? Negative. My okay. father refused to send me to a religious school. He's smart. He says nobody's going to teach his son religion. I mean, there's something to be said for that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, because you never know what kind of cuckoo things are going to teach exactly. you. Exactly. Because, like, you never know. Like, it was, it's like we've been to so many different mm. churches and denominations, and it changes, yeah. like, like, church to church. Yeah, it can be kind of kooky. Yeah, so. I went to a secular um, preschool, kindergarten, and primary school. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Was that common at the time for like private schools to be secular, or were they mostly religious? Mostly were either religious or from, sponsored by a specific country. Oh, like interesting. Like there were British okay. uh, schools, French right. lycées. Um, what was the other one? There was Spanish Liceo. Uh-huh. Uh, there were all sorts of like private schools. And then my uh-huh. dad found this one particular private school because he went in and said, uh, do you guys teach religion? Says, mm-hmm. No, we have nothing. We're not affiliated with religion. Uh-huh. So you teach history about any other uh, countries. They're like, no, we only teach the history that is in the curriculum. Okay. Like, all right, good. Do you teach? So there'd be like no nationalist um, agenda. Agenda. Okay, that's interesting. Um, Do you teach any other languages? Yeah. After I think it was like third grade, they they taught a a second language. I was like, what did they teach? English. English. Okay. So your first language was German. German, and then you spoke Spanish in school. Right. Right. And then they taught you English. So that's why minimal. You're so. But how? But that's actually but that was a pretty cool. But even here, like in the United States, like we have like English um, classes and stuff, but it's or we have Spanish classes, but there's not like a real emphasis on learning like a second language. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the learning different languages, it was an emphasis from the family, not from. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's true because I've met some of your. Some of your friends you grew up with, and they don't really speak a lot of English, so. Mm-hmm. But right. they speak other languages, so. They speak other languages, just not English. But English is considered to be kind of like the universal right. 
language. Although I think Spanish is like second. Because I think you can kind of go anywhere in the world and speak Spanish. Somebody's going to speak Spanish. Maybe. A lot. I mean, a lot of places. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You'll find maybe because I'm always with you. You'll find, a, you'll find a fucking refugee somewhere. That's There'll be somebody floating around that's able to like communicate yeah. and like patch it through. But Somebody needs to do some dishes and serve some tables somewhere. <laughs> you know, when I was in high school... And I was failing. I was in public school, and I was failing just because I was like, um, I, I was just a, I was just a piece of shit, and um, like I could do it, but no, you just did not apply yourself. I think I was like rebelling and being an emotional wreck. I was going through some stuff, so. Um, Were you a tiny Colin Robinson? I didn't take a ball peen hammer to like drywall, but I was. A very emotional... You were a royal pain in the I ass. was an emotional young lady. Yes. And my parents did not know what to do with me. And they, the threat was Almost that... Almost like these are vampiric friends. They didn't know what to do, but the threat was to send me to private school. That was a threat. There you go. And then that's kind of like how I got my act cleaned up, because I wanted to be able to hang out with my friends every day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I went to private school, I wouldn't be able to see, like, Sherry and all my friends. Or No, Sherry was... In a different school at that time, but like Heather and my other friends. Mm, so there's so many others. I had I had friends that I went to school with, and um, so I was like all bummed. Or Jeanette, you know, like the that crew that I st- or Doug, like all those people that I still see, that I still talk to, but or still communicate with. Hey, Doug. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so private school. Let's start out the episode. Yeah. Um, so you were a rebellious little energy. I little was shit. I I was not destructive, but definitely my parents did not know how to handle children. No, because you didn't do shit. Yeah, I was a good kid. My sisters, on the other hand, like the one right behind me was the one that kind of spun the fam. Like, my mom and dad did not know what to do with her. Because she she's misbehaved still all the time. Today. She's a very... Let me tell you, that's why she's successful. Because yeah. she suffers no fools. No. She takes over a room. She is a, a she female is version of Colin Robinson a sometimes. Leader. Yes. Well, when we were little kids, yeah, she was... Well, she was more devious. She's like a mix of Nadia and Colin Robinson. Well, Colin... I would say Colin Robinson might be like her sons. Because my nephews oh, are yes. very high energy and um, lunatics. <laughs> I think the oldest one has always been, like, very much, like, um, he's got blinders on, and that's just what he's, what he's doing now, like, even at 15. That's it. That's it. Um, so a little bit like that. But, yeah, that that's whole... why I wanted to take him under my wing. <laughs> and show him what the true world is like. <laughs> Poor kid. No, Stop he's... listening to them fairy tales. Well, he, he literally is listening to fairy tales because he's, like, logged into fucking YouTube, and he thinks... He thinks those things are real. Like, I told him, I was like, this little skit that you saw where that guy's handing, like, money to, like, a homeless person, I was like, that's fake. I was like, 90% of what you're seeing is fake. Like, these things are setups. Like, I was showing him videos, and I blew his mind. He's like, that's a setup? I was like, yeah. He's like, why would they do that? I was like, so you would watch it? Well, most children are like that nowadays. Yeah, but he's like 16. You would think he would know more than me. At 16, I was getting laid, smoking cigarettes, and drinking beer. I mean... Uh, he's 16. You were more like Laszlo. Definitely, yeah. you were Laszlo more than yeah. <laughs> Colin Robinson. Cool, Boston. What do you think is going on with Colin? Um, 
Do you think he's an energy vampire? He might be an energy vampire again. I mean, mm-hmm. he's being recycled, right? But mm-hmm. um, so I think it was the lack of control mm. and and just like every other little shit that you need to get him tired. Uh-huh. Even the dog, like you take the dog for a walk, a mile, sure. a mile, mile and a half, and that dog is like tired for the rest of the day, right? She just needs thirty so, minutes in the street. Um, right. When we were kids, we would come home from school, do our homework, and then out in the streets, uh-huh. running till 9 o'clock at night, go back home, have dinner, shower, and go to bed. And then go to bed. And then be back out of bed at 6 o'clock in the morning the next day, right? Right. But by, by 9 o'clock, when we were ready to have dinner, mm-hmm. we were fucking tired. We were our best behavior. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that uh, has no guidance whatsoever. Running out throughout the day around the house all by uh-huh. his himself. Uh-huh. And he's in that age between, what is it called, tweenager or what's it called? He's in that terrible age. Yeah. yeah. That, that Nadia was saying. He's, he's like nine, so he's nine years old. Yeah. He... He should. I forgot he, what the term for that age is. Um, pain in the ass. No. <laughs> he's not a preteen, right? No. Or a tween. He's a. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's school age. He's a yeah. school age kid. So he's the thing. So I'm watching it. And I'm just curious as to the supernatural effects of his evolution, like where exactly he's going. Like Laszlo's encouraged, like in the beginning. Lazo's encouraged. He's like, oh, he's a rambunctious young man, and he's not a bore, and da 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 da. So he's encouraged that he's going to become something better than the um, sweater vest wearing, cubicle lurking Colin right. of previous seasons. Right. Um, I'm not so sure where his so journey is going to take him. So you think he's like, um, like one of those um, bugs that goes into a cocoon? And comes out a better version of like itself. Like a butterfly like or a butterfly, moth. butterfly, a moth. You know, you could be... I mean, maybe. I mean, like, maybe that's true. He was a numbnuts when the fucking... With a sweater vest and being well, a pain in the ass to everyone. Maybe now he's going to be a better version of that. I mean, energy vampires um, emerge in different forms, right? So we've met um, his his girlfriend Evie who mm-hmm. was the emotional vampire um so they they've done different like different forms of energy vampires so True. I'm curious as to the form that he'll settle on like I and I, we also don't know the evolution so maybe we're seeing the evolution right so maybe little. we're seeing so he started with the with the Legos boring everybody with the Legos now he's annoying everybody by tearing first shit apart. With the ATM. What do you mean with the ATM? The debit card. Mm-hmm. The pen number. Mm-hmm. He bore the shit out of everybody just yeah. tossing numbers. Yeah. So that's the thing. He has he's feeding off of energy mm-hmm. all day long, including the times when these sons right. of bitches are supposed to be sleeping. He's waking them up. That's true. He's absorbing all that energy. He has nowhere to spend that energy on. <gasps> Robert, you're so right. Yeah, he's sucking in the energy from annoying them, and then he can't go to sleep. Interesting. And poor bastard Gizmo is like chasing him all over the fucking house. 
He's even going to the fucking neighbor's house to be a pain in the ass. I love that. I love that joke where Nadia... Now we're just going to talk about the episode in general. We don't have to go linear unless you sure. want to. Sure, no, I don't care. Um, we can jump to the joke where Nadia's like, yeah. we're going to be one of those parents that... Um, they're going to think we're those parents that spend no time... Parents. Yeah, they spend no time with the kids. They don't know who they are, and we just rely on the nannies to raise them. And he's like, um, that's already happening. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I am really. Poor Gizmo's cute. running around the house trying to stop Colin from killing himself I or love killing that. someone. I love that whole like the sequence in the very beginning, where they're just showing this child like unleashed, and everybody is complaining about his behavior, and the only person that's defending him is Laszlo, and I kind of like you you know those parents like we've all met those parents, like and I've I've joked with Julie about this because there was that time or. Our friend about this. There was a time I went. This is common knowledge in our friendship group that I was invited over to a friend's house for drinks. What I didn't know is there was like families there yeah. and there's children and there's this beautiful little girl and she's like probably like two or three or whatever. She's tiny, but she's walking around in circles and she's screaming, counting to ten, over on repeat, and her mom. It's like, isn't that amazing? She went no. to 10. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And my head is splitting because not only is she counting to 10, but there's like five other kids running around screaming and I have birthed none of them. <laughs> none of them are connected to me. So I might as well have gone to a Chuck E. Cheese. So yeah, we always laugh about it. I was like, I know that you guys thought that that was adorable. It's not adorable. I needed a heads up. As to what I was walking into, right? You know who the worst part is? Yeah, what? Is you need a heads up for this. Is the things. mothers. Yeah. The word amazing means causing great surprise or wonder. Okay. Astonishing. An amazing number of people register, whatever, right? That's an example of it. That's what amazing is supposed to mean. Uh-huh. And this freaking woman described the little shit... Being able to count. Running around the fucking kitchen, <laughs> being able to count from 1 to 10 as amazing. It's amazing. What the fuck is going to happen when they find the cure for cancer? You, but here's the thing that I have realized with parents, right? Is that children will break you down. You are broken down because it's an exhausting experience. And then they do something good they do the right thing or they just hold your hand and they say Dada, Dada, i love you and then you get a shot of serotonin and now you get a little mini high because you know what parents are exhausted my dad used to still call me a dumbass well i mean let's not use your father as an example of parenthood can we just land on that on to the same with my mom and dad. i'm just saying but i'm just saying like let me complete my thought parents are addicted to their kids listen you came out pretty good for lots of reasons, but it certainly wasn't because your father called you a dumbass. That was not the secret ingredient to your success. <laughs> we could land on that one. <laughs> he could call me a moron. I mean, if he was a Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, going back to it, like, Laszlo is an example of that parent that is impressed. Like, yes. finds a reason to be impressed no matter what their kid does. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, they're like, oh, they're so creative when they yeah. found a different way to, like, break something. 
Um, and Nadja is the parent that has, like, had it. They're exhausted. Like, they're kind of like the mom and dad at Flip. Because it's usually, like, the mom is, yeah. like, raising... Well, she's running a fucking business. She's got... She's got the business to run. She's running she's those creatures. She's boss lady. She's running those creatures fucking... Hashtag girl boss. Yeah. The wraiths. The wraiths. Yeah, no. I just love... I love Laszlo... The the journey of Laszlo from the very first season to now, and his relationship with Colin, uh, I just I'm really impressed with how they've managed to like grow that and make it believable. Because if you were to watch, if we were to go watch like the first season, then jump to the like the third or fourth season, none of it would make sense. But they did a really good job like fleshing that out and growing it across several years. So that it makes sense that he would be so attached to yes. baby Colin. But it also makes sense that he wouldn't want baby Colin to turn into old Colin. <laughs> Plus, he's the opportunity he's got of having a kid. I think that's part of it, because didn't he turn that baby into a vampire? Like, I well, think he wanted... Well, never admit that. He won't admit it. Of course not. But maybe he's one of those... Like, maybe he's got a little bit of, like, empty nester. Right? Yeah? Yeah, that's probably where it is. Aww. Poor Laszlo. I love. I didn't catch up the first time I saw the episode of the armor mm. just falling down and him, and the it was that scene. he was actually the first scene, and and the little shit was just inside the freaking armor. That's, I, that, that was awesome. The that whole so the first sequence that opens and this it was up, daytime. I know. So they're woken up. and it just parallels. I think every parent's experience where they put the kid down to sleep. They wake up in the middle of the night with shenanigans. I want water. I want this. I want that. It's like, just... And there's a book called Go the Fuck to Sleep. Like, it's literally like an experience yeah. that parents have. Their kids won't lay down and go to sleep. So My I mom used to slap me in the face. Again, another example. Not the best no, parenting No, but it wasn't like, uh, <laughs> like, a, like a slap that was going to leave me a mark. But it was so nice. It was like, uh, unless I got slapped in the face, I wouldn't fall asleep. Robert, you know your mom's Nadja. I, my, mom, <laughs> my mom is a mix of Nadja and the guide. Your, your, your mother... Because she getting all of a sudden, you walking about and she's right behind perverted. you. Less No, your mom is a pervert. Oh, my mom is... It's a very perverted pervert. sense of humor. Yes. But your mother is so fucking practical. Yes. Like, she's... <laughs> there's no, like... There's no violins playing. That woman is like... Uh-huh. Yeah, tell me a story. Like, tell me yeah. a story of woe. Kill him. <laughs> Your mom would tell what? the story like, My mother was able to barter her thigh meat. Like, that sounds like something, a yes. story your mom would tell. Yes. <laughs> and the minute she sees something wrong, kill him. Kill, no, you're uh, 100%. Yes, how many the minute times that, she said that to all of us? The cat, the minute the cat has like a hiccup, your mother's like, we must put him down. <laughs> yes. But he Yeah. God, I love your mother's old world sensibilities. Fun by a bitch. Anyway, so yeah, yeah so no, I was sure. very impressed. Also, so as they're trying to solve the uh, the issues, we talk about private school, public school. So I was done with seventh grade, and they wanted to go to uh, public school. Okay. Because all my friends were going to public schools. Right. And we all ended up going to different schools, public schools, because we all had moved. Oh, no. So, yeah, we never ended up getting to see each other anyways, but uh, it it ended up in in public school. It turned out pretty good, I can say. I mean, turn up better than Shawnee. 
Right. And, and you and could just, tuck your shirt in. And just like Gizmo, right? I mean, yeah. Gizmo went to a, a public so school, so yeah. I love Gizmo. Like, he's always, they're always, like, shitting all over him, and and he just, like, looks at the camera. He Like, he does that, like, um, the office look, like, Jim would always look at, like, right? Like, these idiots. Like, because we're all in the same like wavelength with him. Like, America look, or... So yeah. funny. Yeah, he just freaking kills me. I did like how Nandor was the one that recommended that um, Colin goes to a performing arts school, which made the most sense. That they pretend to learn math and all of those, but they really don't learn anything. No, that's so funny. <laughs> like homeschool kids. You know I. Oh, got, sorry, did I just say no, that? no. You know I got offered to go to a magnet school for performing arts. And thank God. At Dillard, I think it was. That's yeah, a score. I, I would, because I was part of, like, a chorus, and they all, sometimes I wonder, like, I guess should have done it, but my parents didn't want me to go there because, um, they're kind of racist. <laughs> it was, like, in a bad part of town. <laughs> but they didn't want me to go there, they wanted me to be close to the house, but I think my mom didn't want to have to, like, drive me there or something. Yeah, that's probably, she'd say my mother's lazy. <laughs> maybe the, maybe the first thing I said to Tad, but, like... Yeah, no, Dillard was, it was like a performing arts, like, program. Wow. It was that, there were two programs that actually sent me an invitation to go to. And then I went to that other high school, which is fine. But, yeah. Oh, had I gone, though, I probably would have been part of, like, one of those bands, like, the high school bands, where, like, they do the dances. Like, Dillard had a high school marching band that was amazing. It was incredible. And then I went to, like, the boring, the boring band. <laughs> Who knows? I could have been playing band. I could have gotten a scholarship. Had you applied yourself? Well. You graduated cum laude, so. In college. Because so, yeah. you have finally learned how to apply yourself. I'm just so fucking lazy. I'm like, I am a cat. Like, I am a kid cat. Like, I've just decided I'm just like a cat. Nandor. A little bit. But without all the, um... The, Without all the fillers. Yeah. How funny How fucked that? up was that? I, I felt like we were watching an episode of Botched. <laughs> uh, yeah. You just wanted, like, Terry to or, come in and, like... Or the housewives. Or Dr. Nassif to do a consultation. Yeah, and be like, no, sweetheart, you can't get the lips bigger than that, because they're gonna fucking blow up. So what's funny about the housewives is, like, sometimes their faces will change, like, season to season... And Sometimes. some of them more drastically than others. And then they have to pretend like it didn't happen, right? Like a shelter sure. reunion. But the funny thing is, like, Andy Cohen at a reunion would be like, so how much work have you had done? Like, he just comes in and talks about it, which I appreciate because I feel like we should normalize it. Like, if you're going to get, like, you're going to get chiclet teeth mm. and new boobies, right. like, it's going to be obvious. Yeah. Let's talk about it, right? Sure. It's fine. Like, everybody talk about it. Um, but yeah, people get like all twisted about it. You'll have somebody show up and they look like an approximation of themselves. Some people get amazing work done. Like there's this one housewife in New York and she got this work done and she looked really, really good. Like it was the best that's ever been done. And then you have another one in California. She gets her work done and she looks like Miss Piggy. Like they did something weird to her nose and then her cheeks... Very much similar to Andor. <laughs> like, like, so weird. 
Like, so weird. I think the Beverly Housewives probably look closer. They got money. The California Housewives, I'm going to say, look closer to the botched work that, um, not, no, because good money gives you really good work. Uh, Right. Right? Like, Sonia Morgan of the New York Housewives has had, you'll know if you see her, has had the best work done. Because you can't tell. She just looks amazing. Sure. No, it's true. I'm giving you Real Housewives information. And now we're doing Housewives uh, podcast. Why not? I've always thought that um, they should do an episode that makes, that like, parrots the housewives. But with vampires. So Just remember saying. how last episode <laughs> we were talking about how they did away with the third or the fourth wall and yeah. they went out in the streets and started doing some more. Mm-hmm. And how this episode, it was actually indoors, the whole fucking They episode. really did just lock everything in and they brought the whole cast Except together. Except the end. The main cast. Yeah, in the end, they go to, they they kind of pivot out a yeah. little bit. Um, but most, this whole entire episode felt really like insular, right? Like they brought the whole cast right in. Right in the living room in the yeah. house. In it's Shawnee. It's Shawnee. 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 It's, uh, it's big. It's big. Shawnee's face when the little doll. Oh, that was priceless. I can't. How many times did we rewind that? Oh, I think like five times. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I I am so happy that they brought him back so much. Oh, yeah. Right? He's like, awesome. He's so him funny. Him and his wife are hilarious. Charmaine. Charmaine. Shawnee and Charmaine. Are fucking she reminds incredible. me of, of my former friend's uh, ex-girlfriend, remember? You know, she was like, um, you know how she got famous? I think she did like, she was um, Tracy Turnblatt with um, Hairspray. And they oh. did like, they did like a, like a, I think a search for Tracy Turnblatt. Like a search for her and that's, they catch her that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no shit. She's wonderful. She's a wonderful actress. I love her. And she's like super like down to earth. And so what about the um, the attires? Did these people wore? Oh, the outfits. Meeting, the outfits. So the outfits that they wore kind of reminded me of that the, episode. The first when, one, the first when, sets of uh, outfits. When Guillermo took off, and they were like out of clothes, and that's what it reminded me of. However, um, you called it that Nadja's outfit. Was from a character from Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yes. Dolores Umbridge, the Whatever evil headmaster. Yeah. You didn't know her name, but you called it, and I was like, and, and the thing was, is it was sitting here in my head, like I couldn't, I couldn't peg the outfit. Hundred percent, you're right. Um, you're not a Harry Potter fan. I am a huge Harry it Potter. Bores the shit out of me. I love Harry Potter. Um, but, I mean, hats off to you for calling that. Like I've dragged it's you to every obvious. movie. Yeah. Except for the last one I saw yeah. by myself. Now, um, the the whole thing. So I, the first the first outfit that they wore, where where friggin' Guillermo comes out and was like, "What are you wearing?" I'm so good. What the fuck was that? Nandor was fucking... wearing the basketball. Right. Remember? But then, but then, Laszlo was wearing. What the mm. fuck? The bucket hat? The fuzzy bucket hat? He with just... With a fire 
with a flaming shirt. So when we were children, what my mother would do is she would go to it the thrift like, store. Uh, Chris Titus uh, fucking original see. shirts. When we were kids, my mom would do a relay. And she would go to the thrift store and she would get a bunch of like, the, like everything that was on sale. And she would put a bag of thrift clothes, like two bags of thrift clothes. And you would have a relay race. And as kids, you'd have to run to the end, put on the clothes that were there in the bag, run back, and then you'd have to change the That's exactly the outfits. what it looked like. Right. That's kind of what it looked like. Like a little... Si- My sister still does it to this day. Fucking like she does that with psycho. the kids. Yeah. But then you end up looking like these little like these little clown maniacs yes. running around in clothes that don't fit. And you're wearing like a weird hat. And Literally. Like, yeah. A puffy shirt yeah. and a skirt. So it's the funniest thing to watch. And that's kind of like what that seemed like. Yeah. Like like my mom had just been like, here, put this on. Like we're going to do a relay. Like, yeah. Sounds great. But they're always like that. They're Whenever they try to approximate like human behavior... They've been vampires for so long. They miss the mark. Yes. And um, and they do those really wonderful touches just to remind you that they're not human. Like when Nandor puts the banana in the glass, in the of, glass water. of water. Um, even to the last episode of the Night My Market. My name is Adolfo. Adolfo. Adolfo Matthew. The fuck. And um. <laughs> oh, I forgot. In the first scene, we'll come back to that. But in the first scene, when when um, Nandor is woken up by the kid, he goes, fucking kid. And, like, closes the lid. And then last episode, the night market, when um, Na- when Guillermo's winning, he's, that's my fucking guy. Like, he just does that, that cadence. Yep. I love that. But, um, oh, so the other thing I was talking about is just their inability to recognize, like, human behavior with the banana, but then also night market. Like, we gave him a bag of dry dog food because they love that shit. Yeah, but the banana was because he couldn't see shit. Oh, no, I thought the, he put the banana in the glass because he didn't no, know any better. He, he couldn't, couldn't understand. see a fucking thing. Okay, I took it as he didn't understand human behavior again. That he was like, drink this banana because I'm a dumbass. <laughs> oh, he couldn't see anything because his eyes were all, like, puffy. Exactly. Adolfo. Fucking funny. So the other, a couple other really funny jokes... I loved the joke about the dirty hippies. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. What's that word I was looking for? Polyamory. No, I was going to say dirty hippies. Dirty hippies. Which TLC needs to, like, make that show. Like, just... Just jump. Just accept what you're making now. And just call it dirty hippies. Yes. <laughs> Fucking oh, sister wife. We're gay. Gay is in. Gay is all over the place. We need more gay. That was amazing. That was amazing. It's so great because the funny thing about that one is like, the way he's talking about it, like he thinks he's so open-minded and the forefront, but he's saying that to Guillermo, who we know is gay, because he has the boyfriend that he said, I love you too. Like, that's on the phone. Like, we know that. Oh, so funny. And then Shawnee... Like, telling him, like, I don't handle, I don't suffer homophobes. Why are you giving him that look? Why is that look? So funny. Yeah, it's fucking the other, horrible. The other thing that I thought was... And how, why did it have to be so explicit about their sexual behavior? Well, that was... And it's not that they were making this shit up. No, because we know that they fuck all the time. But, um, 
What I did think was really poignant, and I think that was the point of Guillermo arguing it, is that there is a tendency in pop culture to be hypersexualizing gay men. And he's like, no, they're just people. They have sex like everybody else. They have, well, they have relationships. Maybe that's true. Like, Not the bad uh, oh, Well, yeah. But they have relationships like everybody else. Like, you're both trying to, like, be like... Are you sure? Yeah, no, it's true. We've, we've witnessed it. They have arguments like everybody else. Right? It's true. Yeah. So that was, like, Guillermo's, like, point to, like, bring in. And I think the writers wanted to add Except that, that nice I never touch. offer a friggin' hand job to a female in a friggin' sauna. But that's, oh, well, that's a very different situation that we witnessed. <laughs> oh, I think that's what you were talking we about. We accidentally walked into an environment we were not given the heads up about. <laughs> and also... Hats off to you, gentlemen. Have a wonderful day. I, I wish... So, you know what's funny about that is, um... I knew what was going to happen and never told you. <laughs> like, I had an inkling. I had an inkling we were in an environment where something was going to tip that way. But I was also drinking a little bit. And I was in a bat. I, I, I should have said something. And then it's a good turn. <laughs> but you were fine. Nobody bothered you. Sure. Nobody bothered sure. you. I've seen worse on Dance Club Force. There you go. God bless your heart. I have. But, you know, not in recent years. <laughs> Guillermo. Guillermo. But I did like how I did like how Guillermo was like, you don't have to be so explicit. And that's what I took it as. Like, because I do think there's a tendency for people to um, kind of pivot to that description. No, but it is. Like... And like gay people, and they do this, they do that, and it's they talk about the sexual act, and he's like, just if you're raising a kid, just talk about raising the kid. You don't have to talk about reaming each other. But we all know, Laszlo and Andor, they're not gay; they're just filthy. <laughs> yeah. Like they're uh, that is like I don't think that there's like a sexual identity so much for them, as just fuck anything that they moves. They just want to fuck anything that moves. Yeah. You know, uh, which. Hats off to you. Again, congratulations on that. On having tapped that. Literally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, they've got the secret to, to happiness. I so, what the fuck was <laughs> up with all the hypnosis? That was funny. That I mean, was like, a joke. That was a killer of, like, like, just, like, let's just kill some time and let's just do all these acts with all this hypnosis. Well... Until Guillermo goes like, why did why did you just hypnotize him to take it? What the, the fuck is this bitch talking about? We have what have we said from the very beginning of this podcast? What have we said? They are inept vampires. Yes. They are bestowed with these powers, and they fuck up using them all the time. Right? They constantly miss the mark by like just enough. To fuck shit up. And so from the very beginning, when she hypnotized them, the first time I thought to myself, just fucking hypnotize the guy. Get him yeah. into the get him into the private school. However, we would not have had the joy of experiencing the incomprehensible gestures getting murdered. True. Right? Um, no, <laughs> I'm sure he loved that. Salvatore. I fucking um, love him. All oh, those guys are fucking hilarious. You know the thing about them is I don't always enjoy their comedy, but I 
the show itself because I find it to be like someone I don't like making other people like the butt of the joke. However, when they fuck with each other is my favorite part. It's the whole thing. That's my favorite part. But I also like the part when. But when he's with Chrissy boy. Yeah, when he's on Chrissy's podcast, it's funny. Yeah. I like Sal Volcano a lot. He's he was on Guillermo's show last year. Like yes. he's like a diehard fan yes. of this show. Yes, he is. And so I fully supported it. I think that that's great. But um, what was I saying? What were we talking about? The hypnosis. Oh, the hypnosis. So going back to the hypnosis, yeah, they could have done that from the very beginning. Yeah. Inept vampires. Fucking stupid. And then she had the nerve to call him a bitch. And rightly so, he looks at the screen like, this bitch. Because <laughs> we're all thinking the same thing. Like, come on. We're getting too deep now. Oh my god. It was so absurd. Was so... Now, the best part is when she gets upset mm-hmm. at the whole thing. Uh-huh. And she starts making fun of the headmaster. What do you mean? When she starts imitating... Oh, the star fucker portion. Where she's like, this motherfucker is a star fucker. That whole bit? Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> or did that make you laugh the hardest? Oh, well, you... What was the best joke? What made you laugh the hardest in this episode? Because um, it's all about the laughs. This is just a... So everything was... I, everything so was silly. funny. Everything yeah. was silly. Uh, the, the funniest portion is when, um, to me, funny, was when, uh, they're walking away from each other, Laszlo and Nandor, uh, and don't, ex- oh. and don't come crawling. <laughs> Scritchy, scratchy on my door like some horny squirrel, like, no reaming, no socking, no tickling, no fingering. So good. You find your own nuts. He... So the funny thing about this episode is just the insecurity of Nandor is so fucking on display. And we've seen it build. We've seen it throughout the last couple of seasons. But this episode... Including the wish to fix the fucking house. Yo, he wouldn't sacrifice a fucking wish for that. So great. He informed me that he's not capable of doing these type of contract business. It is against the rules. It is against the rules. That fucking gin is he can't do it. I like the gin. The gin was great. And I like how he was like, come here, let me look at your face. And I really expected him to take like a pen out and start marking it like an episode of Botched, which we've already talked about. That, that I thought he really was going to do that. I did too. It was really good. Like he would turn the pen around and start writing on his face. But, um, yeah, that's pretty good. Like, he was like, I don't want to fix the world. Philanthropy. Can you fix these wrinkles right here? And then he just ends up looking like Brandy from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with that face all full of peppers. <laughs> so, the scramblies. The brain scramblies. Let's talk about that. It took an effect on the old man. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel as if there's something going on with Shawnee. That he seems to be immune to all the hypnotism because he recovered well from the brain scramblies. But I also feel like he was an idiot to begin with. I think they've established the fact that Shawnee is kind of a kind of a dumbass. Right? So maybe like this is just my personal theory. 
So my theory is, is like, the dumber you are, the more scrambled your brains get. It doesn't make that big of a difference, right? True. Um, the headmaster seemed very intelligent, also advanced in age. So that could be part of it. He did sound to me as if he would be doing some, like, um, expose on, like, 60 Minutes. Like, his voice, right? His voice number. He did sound like, uh, that, um, journalist. What's his Doesn't name? Doesn't he? He wears a fucking earring. Yeah, he sounds like a journalist. Hair. Yeah. Um, he did, he had a great voice. He should be doing radio or announcements or something if he's yeah. not doing news. Um, yeah, I know. I, but there's he, something al- on he also had a pre-existing condition. He did? What was it? Isn't that what they said? Oh, really? I don't remember that. He I died because he had a pre-existing condition. No, I thought he had several was... strokes. <clears throat> no, he had a stroke because of the scramblings. But well, they no. said it was a pre-existing condition. Because he had like, well, no, the doctor said it was a pre-existing yeah. condition, but the, that's probably your brain all you fucked know up. What? From all the... Here's the thing: seven. They said, I mean, Laszlo came up with this ridiculous explanation, like the brain can only handle seven hypnotisms. Probably he was hypnotized too much, but on. Here's our familiar. Okay. <laughs> she has something to say, and she brought us something. To talk to us about exactly. I I felt like when I was watching it that he was older, and that he wasn't going to be able to take much more of it. So probably, I don't know. I mean, it could be that he had pre existing condition, and then just the stress of. Now the close out of mm. this episode. Mm. It's such a great contrast from the opening of the episode, when ah. we we're talking about. Don't we make trillions of dollars at yes. the club? Where she's like, are we making trillions? It's like, mm, let me crunch those numbers. And the funny thing is, when he was like, mm, I'm going to have to look at the books, I kept thinking of, like, John Taffer, like, Bar Rescue. Like, it literally is like a Bar Rescue episode. <laughs> the um, owner has no wonder, idea what's going on. I wonder if they're going to do that at the end of the Oh, that'd be season. so funny if they had a Bar Rescue come in with Nadja, and then they just murdered him. <laughs> oh, Delighted. And he's so giant, they would get a lot of blood out of him. Yeah. Like, he's a big guy. Yeah, I know. You agree? I she agrees. Um, yeah, that was really funny. I'm enjoying the buildup that they have created, right? Which is Guillermo skimming off the top, but so is Nadia. So we know. Yeah, but Guillermo's payback for all those years of not getting paid. 100%. I love the car he's got. I know you hate it, but I love the Mercedes-Benz Jeep. Oh really? Yeah, he's driving the square. The square. Oh, he's yeah, been <laughs> he's been skimming some money, and and you're right. Like he Getting, he has a coming in. to an apartment with new um, appliances. You know, his, it's been established that his mother is a gem, right? Yes. Like we've met his mom. She's real sweet. Um, you know, I think I think it'll be interesting though when that all is revealed. So I'm looking forward to the revelation that he's been skimming. What Nadia's response to it is going to be. But like, nobody's going to. What touch is the response Guillermo. of getting caught? The difference between Guillermo and Nadia? Nothing. Oh, Nadia's going to be fine. No, no, no. Guillermo got caught with the cameraman. <gasps> Wait. Wait. And he tried to bribe them. Wait. Guillermo will figure out that she's skimming first. Right. That's but I'm talking about happen. the end of the episode when oh. Guillermo gets caught. 
What does he do? He just tries to bribe them. He tries here's to bribe a, them. Here's this stack of money. And then when Nadja gets caught... She threatens to murder everybody. Yeah. That's Nadja. Yeah. That's like par for the course. Exactly. No, but I... So what's funny about this episode, babe, is that like the first time I watched it, I was not like, this is hilarious. And then everybody's like raving about it. It's like, all right, I need to watch it again. I've since watched it like two or three times and I've laughed harder every time I've watched it. And I'm like, you know what? I've since come around that this is a really great episode and it, and I was pleased in the sense that they brought everybody together in one room the Mm -hmm. whole time. And then it was just like silly hijinks, like very Looney Tunesy, Mel Brooksy, like playful silliness, like goofy silliness, right? With the snap of our fingers, we're going to like switch up partners. Um, it was just really fucking stupid at some point that I just love that. Like, so many silly, funny things happened. Yes. And, um, so yeah, it was, it was really good. It didn't move the plot forward at all, except for that one thing that now we know Guillermo stealing. So there was no, like... And not mo- just stealing. And not just stealing. There's no movement. Like, I feel as if, like, the last several episodes have moved things forward. This stopped, and then was just like, we're gonna make you laugh today. And then that was it. And I think that's what kind of felt different to me. You know what I mean? So, um, so, oh, I did have a question for you. I did write down a question. Yeah. I'm going to do a question like every, I'm going to try and do this. Right. So I've got, um, which fictional school would you attend? It doesn't have to be supernatural, but which fictional school would you attend? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like a TV show or a movie, it could and it could be across any timeline. Anything huh. you've thought about that, like you've like you watched it? Did you ever watch a show that had kids going to school, at all? Besides Little House on the Prairie and uh-huh. uh, Welcome Cup, Welcome Back Cotter, and what was um, that show you showed me in Spain with the Spanish kids? You probably uh, would have wanted, wanted to go there when you were a kid. Oh, that's the summer. Uh, oh, it was a um, summer. They were yeah, in the, the summer, summer time? vacation, yeah. No, really? So there was no school. Uh, I always wanted to go to... ¿Quieres que te mete una patada en el culo? A lo mejor. <laughs> is that the name? What is that the no, name? No, that's of one of the shows. One of the, one of the episodes that the kids were going to strike. Oh. <laughs> but like... Like school that I would go to... I would love to go to school like... Uh, it would be like a mix of like a Harry Puto and uh, something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't like Harry Potter, but I can't think of anything else right now. Uh, of course, you know, I thought of Harry Potter, but then I also thought about Sunnydale, like Buffy, because I would have wanted to be part of like the yeah. Scoobies. But I also grew up with like Beverly Hills on a 2-1-0. Like that was like my generation. Um, I'm trying to think, like what else did I grow up with? But that would be, like, the only, like, schools I would have probably wanted to attend. But Harry Potter, I would have wanted to go to Hogwarts just because you could do magic. Like, if magic existed, mm. like, I would, I wish magic existed. That would be great. That would be amazing. It would be great, because you wouldn't have to do anything. You would just, like, make shit happen. <laughs> be like, I never have to buy a plane ticket. I could just, you know, apparate somewhere. But they still took a fucking train, so it doesn't make any sense. It was a magical train? 
It was a magical train. And the reason why they took the magical train was because they were too young to apparate on their own. Yeah. The the magical rules made no sense. It really doesn't make any sense. And mo- but most magic um shows don't make sense. Most of it it just kind of like changes season to season. Why? Because it's not real. <laughs> Which fucking is a shame. But yeah. So we'll think about that. Think about and then the next episode we'll talk, and then you can give me your answer. You don't have to All give right. me your answer now, but. Like, think about it. If you can think of something that, like, you watched as a kid or a movie or something that, like, affected you that you would have wanted to, like, if you could have chosen to go there with those people. So, the number, the one, well, Tom Sawyer always made me want to go to that school because the entire, if you read Tom Sawyer. He's not at school the entire time. He, Does he play hooky? He's playing hooky. (laughs) <laughs> he's going to the school, right? But, but he's, he's trying not skipping. to go to the school, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is so weird because back then, school was not as big as it is now. Actually, yes. back then, the, the, the schools were at the church. But the whole concept of him going out and playing with uh, uh, Huckleberry Finn, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that whole concept, that, that would have been the school that I would have loved to go to. Personally. Yeah, like a school you could skip. Exactly. Yeah. And then just go play with frogs. Because yeah. remember, my mom was like, hey, if you don't want to go to school, all you need to do is just tell me. <laughs> and that's all it was. I didn't, never had to skip school. Oh, I really? Like, I would tell my mom, hey, I don't want to go to school today. My mom like, didn't want me around. <laughs> you can me out. Did you ever go, did we ever go to Huckfin Island? Was it Tom Sawyer's Island or Huckfin Island in Disney World? Do you know the island you have to take the, uh, the boat to and then you walk around and they have like the fort? And the cave and the stuff. It does I the whole entire... I thought that was a Robinson Crusoe. No. No, uh, the Swiss, that's the Swiss Family uh, Robinson Treehouse. But there's a little island that you take the little uh, boat to yeah, and walk around you it. Do the, uh, little... I don't think we've ever done it. You and I have not. And I haven't done it since 1981. We're going to do it the next time we go to Disney World. We're going to do it before they shut that shit down. Yeah. Because, you know... Politically correct. No, but, like, they change things. I know. Because culture changes. Because kids don't read those books anymore. It's not They're magical not to, to them anymore. anymore. Number one, that's true. They don't. But also, like, kids find other things interesting. You know? So, yeah. things change. Culture changes. That's fine. Anyway, so our familiar is indicating that um, our show has come Gigi to has an end. literally dragged a dead mouse into the room. Yes, literally. <laughs> so, all right, Mama, we're going to end this. All right, baby. So, well, this was a lot of fun. I enjoyed thank this Thank you episode. very much for having a nice conversation about this whole thing. And this is probably, the, so far, one of the best episodes of the season. Yeah. It was all so. about f- uh, having fun and making people laugh. So I really appreciated it. Uh, a lot of silly fun. Next episode is The, the Wedding. wedding. Yes. And that's going to be amazing. So, on uh, until our next episode, I bid you... But... <laughs>